WBNE. Uh, howdy, Yooks. Before we get started today, we just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. If you love this show and you want to support it, if you're watching it on video, things like that are, are possible because of our Patreon page. So we want to be able to do more stuff like this, like maybe get a better computer so that mine looks even better than before. So if you love this show and you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Check out all the great reward tiers we have there. We even have some really cool stuff. The one we highlight the most and the one that I like the best is our $10 tier. It gets you access to unedited episodes of bacon and eggs. Like right now, we're recording this in March. This isn't going to come out till like mid to late April. So like you would have heard this like a month ago. That would have been like, I mean, that's, that's the premiere access. You could have been like writing jokes and getting your memes ready for this episode all that time in advance but now you're just you're just hearing it at the regular time that's kind of embarrassing uh so if you like the show and you want to support us patreon.com slash bacon and eggs uh and thank you so much for listening thank you so much for donating and uh let's get to it Howdy, Oaks, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Hill. And today we're going to prom. Or maybe we're just moving to California. So put the ball in your hands. And walk away. Because today we're bringing you <laughs> High School Musical 3. Directed by Kenny Ortega, this movie came out oh, October wow. 17, 2008, 4,540 days ago on an $11 million budget made a whopping $252.9 million worldwide at the box office in the movie theaters where this one was released. Got a 63% critic rating and a 72% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 57 on Metacritic. Tyler, intro our guest. We are joined this week by the, like, one of my all-time favorite guests who hit me up and was like, hey, I want to come back to Bacon and Eggs. And I was like, obviously. Uh, so you know him from editing Tessa's videos. You know him from his amazing YouTube channel. You know him from his amazing hair. Maybe you know him from his OnlyFans. And oh. it, it's Vega. Hello. I'm so excited to be back. Finally. Welcome back, my man. How's Thank it been? Thank you so been? much. And for the probably I'm so excited the best series I'm yes I'm here for it oh my gosh I'm so excited that you're here for it I couldn't think of a perfect guest for the third one and then like literally you, you like, this never happens where a guest no. texts me and is like I need to be on the show <laughs> I, I literally and then I you message back and you're like oh we're talking about high school musical like casually and I was like no 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 you don't understand how perfect this is this, so this whole thing with high school musical has been so crazy because normally when we book guests we're like hey come on the show talk about whatever movie you want and they're like oh but like I want to do whatever movie you guys want to do or whatever you think that I should come on here, Sean, talk about would be really good. And we had a guest that was like, hey, can we can I do High School Musical 2? And then we and then we had Vega be like, can I come back on the show? And we're yes. like, yeah, let's do it. So here we are talking about Hesim 3. Senior year. It's Hesmoins. Hesim 3. What? HSM. It's like DSM, which is their airport code in Des Moines. Ew. But it's Hamoin. <laughs> that's like, that. that's giving a lot. That is giving a lot of power to the to the S in in des in de, de, the, the silent letter of that word. But it, 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 the silent letter is what makes it the letter. It's, it's what makes it the name. No, it doesn't. <laughs> 
You pronounce the S in moins. You don't pronounce the S in d. I have a confession to make. I have a confession to make, both okay. of you. <clears throat> Prior to this series, I had never seen High School Musical 1 or 2. So I, I, I just need to leave this call right now. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Ethan definitely had neither. I'd say I the first had, one. I maintain I this. had... I had bought a movie ticket to High School Musical 3, uh, but I took my high school girlfriend to see it, and I brought an iPod with me and put it in, and literally, while she watched the movie, I listened to me. So, like, the... You really had to go your own way, didn't you? I really had to, like, if I had watched it, man, <laughs> me and Troy would have been on the same wavelength, bro. Yeah. This, because, like, I wanted to do theater, but I was like, I can't. I've got to be in the pit. I've got to be a still star basketball player. <laughs> How did she not notice that you put in headphones? Oh, she knew. She knew. That was, like, the caveat. Was that like oh, I'm gonna go, go to with this her. movie with you, but I don't want to actually watch it, so I'm gonna listen to. Okay, so this wasn't like a first date scenario. This was like into the relationship. This is into the relationship. Yeah, this is at Thank least. God, a I year thought you meant like it. you went on a date and you were like, no, I'm just gonna plug in my <laughs> <laughs> nice first date etiquette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that been so bad. <laughs> so I, yeah, I did. I and then I was like, I bet I retained some of it, and I was watching it, and I was like, I retained none of this. This is all brand right. new to me. All right, real so quick, I felt really bad, and I'm so sorry, high school girlfriend. That real that quick, happened. before we dive into this, I've got a negative review here from Jim Shembury. I don't remember, I don't remember what he wrote writes for because I didn't write it down. But uh, he says, High School Musical three overstays its welcome, stretching out about twenty minutes longer than it needs to, thanks True. chiefly to a final celebratory reel that simply refuses to end. Tyler, do you have a positive review for me from a professional <laughs> critic? Uh, yeah, of course I do, Ethan. That's my job, is to collect a positive review for this show. You I've super duper one. had it open, from, didn't you? You got Paul one from Burns. Anthony Lane of the New Yorker. <laughs> no, it's from Paul Burns at the Sydney Morning Herald, because that means I can be like, good day, mate. A real honest-to-goodness teen musical no, throwback. No, As if Andy Hardy had never died and James Dean had never lived. Never lived. Never I'm lived. Australian. <laughs> I caught about Australia. half of that because of the accent. <laughs> uh, Hello from Australia. My name is Stephen Fry. We <laughs> <laughs> honest to goodness teen musical throwback. As if Andy Hardy had never died and James Dean had never lived. I don't know who Andy Hardy is. I do know who James Dean is. And I think that was actually kind of mean. Uh, but it was four out of four. So well done, Paul Burns out of Sydney. Okay. Vegar, on a scale of zero to 100, high school musical three, call in senior year. Oh, okay. I got my handy um, dandy notebook to write your score down. Oh, God. Um, I would give this, the first number that came to mind was, was well, you're, are you going to guess? Was it three digits long? Yeah, no. <laughs> so I was <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually thinking, a 379 out of 100, and I can tell you why. <laughs> no. Okay, so I was thinking immediately 85, but I was like, maybe it's a bit high, so I'm going to go down to 75. No way, Vagar. My uh, man. Uh -uh. My oh, man. No. no. My I, man. I do not accept this. I didn't come on this show and give High School Musical a chance Snaps for two weeks for in a Vagard. row, giving Snaps a 83 to the Wait. first one and an 84 to the second one for Vagar to text okay, me okay. and say he wants to come on Bacon and Eggs to give it a 75. I don't I think so. I, I just thought I was going high, so I was going to say 85. Should I just say 85? I, th I think you should, okay, I think you okay, should speak okay. your truth. I was trying to be like a little bit more like critical, but yeah, my, my, my man. inner, <laughs> no, inner feeling is with your heart. 85. Right with your heart. Yeah, 85. 85. Yes. Okay. 
I still feel like that's 15 points low, but I'll give it to you. Yeah, uh, there are some things I'm critical of in this movie. So Ethan, out of 100. Tyler, out of 100. Okay, so I I, I will be honest. Um, script here, better. Uh, script is much better. Don't even give me that look. There are like painful plot holes in the first two that you just overlook because you love it. Uh, <laughs> Can't have plot color holes rating and cinematography plot. and lighting is better. You have to have a plot in better. order for it to have yes. holes. There has set to be design. a story if there's going to be problems with the story. <laughs> set design, set pieces, all that stuff better in this one. Yes. That being said, doesn't land for me as well as the first two. The second one, honestly, most iconic thing I've ever seen. So I'm going to drop yes. this one to a 79 from 83, 84, 79. 41. 41. I knew you were going to be ice oh, 41. Oh my god. This is the you know worst one in the th- this is the worst one in the series. Hands on the ground. It is just, it is prettier for like three scenes. No, what? no it's prettier no, no, the no. whole time, dude. It's, pr- uh, yeah, it's prettier but like, the it's whole not, time. But like it's just like oh well, cool. We we spent the budget on a camera that we don't know how to use. The co- I mean the color grading and the lighting yes, is okay, yes. a million times better. It is, yes. it is, but it's still just like <laughs> because there's the actual most... lighting. The other, yeah. the first movie <laughs> yes. has Disney Studio lighting, like Disney. Ch- I mean not Disney Studio, Disney Channel Studio lighting. Yeah, no, this correct. one has yeah. actual lighting. But that doesn't yeah. make you can't you can't shine a turd right. You can't color grade a, <laughs> a you can't color grade your way out of an average shot. Okay, but you, no, but you call it a turd. We're already getting this is I'm heated already. 41, 41 seems really low. I did not man. love I did Wait, not enjoy did watching this movie. Two? I'll be hundred percent honest with you. This is this is like Ethan's it, first two were both below seventy. I'll tell you. Oh yeah. yeah. They were they were second one's the best for sure. Second one's the best. Yes. Um this didn't have a story. There was no I there was they did not sell me on the plot because it just was not there. I can appreciate the the set pieces, I can appreciate the crazy uh, magic realism fever dreams that they do with these with these uh, song pieces. I do think they work the songs in better and more like a musical, right? It's like you get some some proper like La La Land type going on, but it, it, there's no. <laughs> You're comparing this to La La Land and there's, no there's no there's no there's no rising and fun. there's just there's just middle. There's I just, do agree a little bit, but do you are you considering it like standalone film and not as like in the trilogy wrapping up the whole Ooh. series? I think because it's just a trilogy. Wrap it, wrapping up <laughs> the series as a whole, I think this vid- this movie does a really good job, but like maybe not standalone. See, I still think even even like like Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King starts has a middle and ends right. It's the end of a trilogy. The Matrix Revolutions or Revelations <laughs> or whatever one it is ha- starts has a middle <laughs> and an end. I could like this is just this is two hours of middle, and that's okay. It just doesn't make it a hundred, right? Like I, it's I, I don't hate it. I like it better than the Santa Claus. Oh man, that movie sucked. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen I had, it. Like if if I had not been doing the thing where I tweeted it and like and like did the live tweets and did the the react reel to it, like I would just not have enjoyed watching it. Like it was just there. Hmm. It was just on. Like the songs were not as good for me um, compared to the last one, especially. There is no Troy Gabriella "Gotta Go Your Own Way" moment in this. Like there. No. Okay. Wait. So she are says, we "I into love the you, songs? Wildcat." Oh, we're getting into it. It was the worst okay. one I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I need to get up a song list real quick. Sorry. HSM 3. Okay. So. Did you just have it like saved as a note on your phone? Yes. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Let's start at the top. Opening scene is sick. Okay. The opening mm-hmm. scene with the basketball well, game. I was like, oh, we're really doing something here. Okay. Like this is, this is cool. Like they, they made this cool. This looks great. Uh, this is a decent song. Like everybody's having fun. We got like properly hot Zac Efron at this point. Like, uh, 
Zac Efron in this movie, I'm, oh, he's so hot. And when he's like sweaty, like slamming, okay, we're, this is later. When he slams up against like the uh, entrance to the lockers in Scream. Yes. Died. Okay. Anyway, that was, going back that to was the a intro. bold move by Disney to just be like, you know what, Zach? Just take it Literally. off. Yeah. Take it off. <laughs> Walk in there, take it off. <laughs> um, I have noticed something. I don't know if you guys have talked about this on the previous ones because uh, I don't know if the listeners saw, but the other episodes haven't gotten out yet, so I haven't had a chance to listen to the other HSM episodes. Yeah, but yeah. he lip syncs so intensely, like Zac Efron lip syncs with like the mouth just like like literally mouthing yeah, so intensely. He's so it's so in funny. It. Yes, I think that was what is he like- supposed to do? What what is he supposed to he's supposed to be like? No, but it's like a little bit like. <laughs> well, so he went. He went and like worked after he finished High School Musical one, and they didn't let him sing the songs or whatever. Like he went and did Hairspray, like a properly proper movie musical, where I'm sure oh. they like taught him those things. Like, yeah. so he had the proper training for it. it. Wasn't just like a Disney kid anymore. He was like, I've done a movie music like a real one. So I'm sure they made him like learn to do that. Because I will say he he is he has progressed as an actor more than the rest of them for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're just, nobody else in this movie is acting. They're reading lines. Yeah. Listen, Vagar, don't give me that look. No, I agree. That's the Corbin thing. Corbin Blue shows up and he's like, what do I got to say today, guys? I got a zany t-shirt on. I picked it out myself. Like, what is going on? Because this his is a- sentences end and start. <laughs> like, there is no conversation. He The sentence is just the sentence, I feel like, when he's talking. It's just like... <laughs> Doop 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 doop, and then it like ends, and then it's like you're waiting for the next sentence. Like it's not, it's not a continuous conversation with him. I agree with that. That scene where I know I'm jumping around here, but that scene where he's supposed to be mad at Troy after Troy commits to UC Berkeley, and he's like in the basketball gym throwing shots in his graduation his graduation gown. cap and gown, and 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 Troy comes in and it's just like oh with the shot, and he's like yeah, does California play? Does Berkeley yeah, play, guys? And then, and then Troy's really like, yeah, totally, we're this. playing, we're going to whoop some butt next year. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, man, okay, cool. <laughs> we good, Troy. There was just no, like, the tension was never there. I am so, like, up to the brim with my emotions this week that I literally cried at that scene. <laughs> I cried the whole ending. From, like, as soon as they started announcing the seniors in the drama promotion, or in the drama production, I was like, oh, God. <gasps> I don't know what it is. I usually don't cry at movies that often, but I literally just when he was like when they like hugged and then the father. Oh, we're jumping to the end. Sorry. Anyway, I just cried randomly. <laughs> the dad. The dad did not like. The dad was like a daddy in the first two. He was just father in this one, man. Yeah. I was not there for it. <laughs> he like they did something wrong with his hair. No he had like daddy a center Bolton. part. No more Zaddy Bolton. I do think Daddy Evans. A little cultural appropriation there at the end, but it was 2008. We didn't know. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. We knew. <laughs> oh. Was, yeah, that, that was a bit... They, it's a bit like also as if they just stepped off the plane. They like <laughs> came... Why would they be wearing that on the plane? Even if it, they were going probably private jet, but why would they wear that on the plane? Right. Like why wouldn't they either change before they boarded or it's their plane yeah. change on the plane you're change. coming from india <laughs> it'll be I mean, very strange they just had to get him involved in this movie somehow right because like they have to have that scene where they don't know whether or not this girl that's singing is their daughter oh okay wait sorry i'm jumping back to the start okay. now or never 
is a great song. Which one so is good. Now we know which one is that one. That's the, the first one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the yeah, names yeah. of any of these. I, the, oh. I saw this movie for the first time about two hours ago. So yeah, I think it's called Now or Never. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna look up that that track listing again. Now Let's or see. Never. Yeah. Prior to that is Grido. Gr- uh, I'm afraid to say this word. Um, <laughs> I uh, and then right here, right now, I want it all. Can I have this dance? A night to remember. Just want to be with you. The boys are back. What was the point of that scene? I that scene felt like an intro scene that they just plopped in yeah, right like, the middle of the film. Yeah. They, I feel like the boys in the back, they were like, all right, after High School Musical 3, we really only have funding to take a few of these characters and do like a spinoff. So let's do the boys are back and see if we can't make something out of that. And then Zac Efron was like, I'm famous now. Like yeah. proper. I'm gonna famous. go be in 17 again. <laughs> BRB. <laughs> and so they were like, oh, we gotta do the Sharpay thing. Crap. So I think that's what Boys Are Back was. The worst. The worst. I don't understand the Sharpay Evans deserve better, like the Sharpay got did dirty crowd. (gasps) She's the worst. She never treats Ryan right. I'm with Ethan here. I didn't, I don't see the redemption. Is there like a thing? Tell me like straight mean girls. Are we like cool with this now? Or like, (laughs) what is (laughs) Okay. So I think the thing is they didn't give her the story that I, I wish there was more redemption for her. Is that what they mean by she deserved better? Like the writers did her dirty. Yeah, I think so. That's my interpretation anyway. I think she deserved better. I don't think she deserved the scholarship. And I wish there was something that motivated her to not be mad at Ryan for getting the scholarship. Hold on. Like, I got to read a listener review that just came through in the Discord. <laughs> Uh, because this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Mary Mermaid just said, 100 out of 100, I wanted Can I Have This Dance to be the song we danced to at our wedding, but the DJ played Gotta Go My Own Way instead. It was awkward. <laughs> no! no! Oh my god, no! What about no. us? What about what everything a- we've been through? And what about trust? You know I never wanted what to hurt you. you? <laughs> what about me? Also, why did what what is the what happened that we made this this like I don't think we made it, but we're like we're recording these episodes on the perfect wave and then releasing them after the wave. Cause like high school musical is like trending on TikTok right now. Like <clears throat> Let me tell you something. High School Musical 3 came out in theaters in 2008. It made $250 million worldwide. It is trending on TikTok right now in 2021. There is no wave to miss. It is always popular. I know, but yes. like, but like, <laughs> I didn't, like, and not that like I was on High School Musical TikTok, right? But like, it's like everywhere right now. Like, I'm, I'm seeing new theories from you, from TikTokers I follow but about now there's like, Ryan Evans. Like, now there's like the High School Musical, the series, the musical, or High School Musical, the musical, the series, which I have not okay scene but i so i don't have to watch that i might but i don't have to i i mean people are liking it but i feel like it's the new people who who kind of watch the tail end of high school musical and then like are now still quite young and uh, enjoy that personally i'm not sorry did you say you were eight when this came out (laughs) no 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 (laughs) i mean like because i was 17 okay (laughs) people that now are still quite like kids um, who maybe didn't catch High School Musical and see High School Musical, the musical, the series. I feel like that makes more sense for them because it's like coming out in real time and more like up to date. Um, but I have not watched it because I thought it looked too cringy. It looked like Glee to me. And I was like, 
They're going to put Matthew Morrison in this and it's, I can I mean, handle a, a, a cringy musical like this in like a movie, but a series, I don't know if I can get into. Tyler, you think about Matthew Morrison more than anybody has ever thought about Matthew Morrison. Like even since the release of Glee. He well, yeah, he was nobody prior to Glee. He was in. Oh, what sorry, to since the end of expecting. Glee. Yeah, he was in What to Expect When You're Expecting, which I watched this week, and he was also in Glee, which was like the original High School Musical, the musical, of the series. So I think it's reasonable that he comes up in my brain <laughs> this week. Yeah, but he comes up in your brain on any given Thursday. Like it's like a tri- it's like a thing on my TikTok feed. I'm on anti Matthew Morrison TikTok, where like. People will like trick you into seeing Matthew Morrison and then all the comments will be like, put a trigger warning in next time. It's like a, it's like an inside joke. I think I'm not sure we're all in on it. It's like getting coconut mauled. We're all of a sudden at the end of a TikTok, you Matthew Morrison. Coconut mauled. <laughs> sure, Matthew Morrison. Like, I think I'm going to learn him. something useful, and then I get coconut mauled. Yes, I never and get then, tired of it though. Like every, it's there are a bunch of those like I just got to trends that I hate, but like I never get tired of getting coconut mauled for some no, reason. No, I get frustrated because it's always when I want to learn something. Anything else, I'm like, oh, I'm just watching this stupid video. Oh. Sh- I got pranked, but if it's like, I'm, oh, I'm really invested in this, and then it like flips on me, and I'm like, no. just got coconut mauled. <laughs> I, I have a thing about this. Uh, I'm still on Now or Never, the first song in this movie. and Do you like that first frame of Troy like, playing basketball? Yes. Yeah. Better slow-mo <laughs> than the Snyder Cut, for sure. When he's like, oh slow-mo whips God, his hair, and so he's all sweaty. So much better. Yes. Um... The okay, there's some things in this movie where I don't know what is real and what isn't, um, like what is happening, like for musical purposes and what's happening in the movie. So when yes. Gabriella stands up in the audience and there's spotlight on her and Troy and they're singing that really awkward part of the song, <laughs> I if that was real, imagine how embarrassing. Middle of a basketball <laughs> game, someone just stands up. Troy, and it's like, I hate the way she sings it as well. And then and like everybody else is sitting down and like covered yeah. up. It's like, Gabriella, this is not the Gabriella time. Gabriella, you're ruining the formation. Because like the real part of it must have been she just screamed Troy in the like, and then that's what, that was it. But right. that's still so embarrassing. She just stood up and screamed Troy and then they continued playing. I mean, that's, I don't, do you go to sporting events? Are you a sports no. person? Ah, I think that would be like, when I would go to basketball games, we would get very hyper specific with the players, especially yeah. in like <laughs> college basketball. We would like because we were in the pet bands, so we were very close. I'm about to really make us look bad for the things we did, but we would find out like we would go to the school's roster, we find out the players, and then we would go to their Facebook pages, and then we would find their girlfriends, and we would like talk about their girlfriend to them on the court. But this is the other team we were doing this too. We were not sabotaging <laughs> our, not own our own players. <laughs> like oh every other team. We'd be like, hey, 23, how's Kayla? Okay, that's kind of funny, I guess. I, I would just embarrass, imagine just like, they really are the main characters in their own story, to, to say it like that. If they, if this was like the real thing that was happening, they really think they are the main character because standing <laughs> up in the middle of the game while everyone's like having their plaque up to show their support and just like singing, strange. Gabriella absolutely thinks she's the main character in her, her own story oh. at all times because every, because, literally all three of yeah. these movies, it's like something slightly, slightly negative happens to Gabrielle, and she's like, I'm out. I'm, I'm leaving moving. town. Go I'm way. moving. I'm, her mom called her Remax agent because she got into Stanford. What is that? Okay, I need, I have a big question about the move. 
Why is the mom moving? She's going oh, to the call mom moves so, all the time. No, no, no. So here's here's what happened. Oh, no, I have the explanation also, here. Also, how there's, did there's they... So do I. Okay, I also oh. have another thing. How did they literally decided on the day, next day, the house well, is for sale. They packed up, they're leaving. Great. Real estate in Albuquerque in 2008 is before the housing crisis. I mean, you could, you could do whatever you wanted. There was no rules. Also, they have it's one car. House. Empty car. An empty car. <laughs> did you so know they hired movers. The mom's rich and she gets paid to move around. Okay, that makes more sense. So, so what happens is in I think it's I high guess school I forgot that one, detail. <laughs> high, high school, school one, one. Go ahead, Ethan. Yeah, they talk about Gabrielle is like I've moved every year for the past like eight years right. because the mom oh, has I a job that she this. just moves around a bunch. And then she was like, "Mom, can I? I love Troy. Can we stay here another year?" And the mom was like, "Yeah, I mean, I guess it's freaking Albuquerque, New Mexico. Like, <laughs> I would love to get out of here." So Gabrielle's like, "Hey, I don't want to go to East High anymore." And she's like, "Yeet." <laughs> Yeah, so so she said there's a line in canon where she's like, My mom won't move until I leave East High. Yeah. So so when she gets into Stanford, now her mom can move again. Okay. So her mom called her company and was like, Transfer me anywhere else. They're insane in this town. I forgot <laughs> the about high that school part sings. from the first ones. I feel like a fake fan for forgetting that. But I was just like, it was just the weird <laughs> thing of like literally them packing up and leaving the next day. I was like, this is a bit dramatic for you changing schools. <laughs> She's also not changing school. She's going to college. Like, yeah, your your, fa- your parents turn your bedroom into a gym when you go to college. They don't move. Ah, lots of people's parents do move. Really? Yeah. Did yours? No. Did mine? <laughs> no. Did Chris's? No. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but like, I know that we had, we had people in college that we were friends with that were like, I don't have a home anymore. Like my parents like moved to a house that I don't have a room in and I'm a freshman, right? Like I have to go stay somewhere oh, else for the summer that like wasn't my home for the last 18 years. The parents are just waiting for the kids to get out. Yeah. They're like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> well, cause like a lot of kids, a lot of parents don't want to pull their kids out of like the school they've been going to. Right. And so the, the kid leaves, it goes to college in some other state. They're like, bye. Been looking for this reason for years. Thank you. Yeah. Want to downsize. This house is my expensive. This house is very expensive. We had five kids. The last one's <laughs> college now. Jesus Christ. My- my parents are the opposite where they literally have kept our house that we have like, I have three brothers or two brothers. I mean, so we're three kids and we've had you, what you have two brothers. Yes. Me too. <gasps> Fun. You give me very brothers. only child vibes. I'm not going to lie to give you. Me oh, only child vibes. That's just because I moved to a different country by myself. I feel like, and like, don't talk about wait, uh, you feel like, or you did, did you move to a different country oh, by no, yourself or not? I did. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I feel like so you're going to talk. You're going to talk about crap about Miss Montez for moving after he, and you left. You went into a different part of Europe to just be like, bye. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you went to college um, in a different country and then quit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think I can do this. You are the oldest. And no, I'm the youngest. Ah, it was one of the two. There's no way you were a middle child. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, what I was saying, basically, my parents did the opposite of this, of like selling off the house immediately. They have kept our house, which is like way too big. And they were like almost retired and they still like have kept our house. And they're, I don't know why. It's just weird. And I'm like, this is way too big for you guys just living alone. I, my parents have also kept their big house. They've uh, done a lot of stuff to it, though. Do you, That's I the thing. T- they, if they don't, I can tell it, you why my parents, parents renovate. Did. I feel yeah. like oh, they've renovated every single room in the house. Do you know why my parents kept the house? Why? I feel like you're not gonna like the answer. It's for grandchildren. Okay, I think also my parents kept it because they like want us to come home as much as possible. Um, so they're like in the hopes that we all come together. All my brothers, like we all like visit at right. the same time. That's what their hopes. I think. 
Do you go for Christmas or anything? Yeah, well, not. I haven't been since last year. Super personal. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's fine. Tell us your life story. When was the last (laughs) time you went to Norway? Last time you hugged your mom. (laughs) I was home for a week last year total because of the pandemic. So that's how long it's been. I didn't even go home for Christmas this year or that 2020. Um, But I usually do. I go home for like a couple of weeks in the summer and then Christmas, which is always too little for them. They're always like, stay for months. And I'm like, there's a lot of reasons why I can't do that. <laughs> Hold on. If you were, I guess you're 21 now. I was thinking you were 18. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was going to be like, what do you mean always? Like this only happened two or three times, but I guess it, <laughs> yeah. it has happened a few times now. <laughs> it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I've known you for a long time. Yeah. Like all your life, basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I <laughs> think it's there canon. You were born. <laughs> for me, canon, I just started existing at like 19 and I just started existing as a 19 year old because anything <laughs> before then is mostly cringe. So I'm like, no, yes. no, no. Yeah. You, yeah. So then you have known me for uh, my whole life. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> I maintain these movies were already like egregiously dated by the time they came out. Uh, and it just keeps getting worse and worse as time goes on because the music is more and more removed from what music sounded like in that year um but i also I, don't feel like we dress like this in 2008 like they do in the movie yeah i don't think the way they dress is very offensive the only person who throws me off is honestly is ryan and it's because like because he's gay and extra and i love it he no, doesn't no, get no, no, to- no it's not be- it's not because one he doesn't get to be gay which is the dumbest thing ever yes. screw yeah. you disney uh but i feel like this i i I'm not Ryan in 2008. His clothes look cheap. And I feel like Ryan being as rich as he would, would have like more expensive looking clothes. I kind of agree. It's a little bit costume shop. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but he's a theater kid, saying. right? Like they would just steal stuff from the costume shop. Like, but, but he's like, rich. He's rich, rich. Like yeah, they a own a kid. country club. Yeah. But he's a theater kid. Also, I love when they try to make Sharpay look extra by just like throwing on like, 10 layers that car's sick that car's sick okay she drives this honda s2000 that car is sick her intro in this movie is perfect her intro to this movie it start. it's literally just background music of fabulous and i'm like yes perfect and then it's just heels walking into the school people fainting it's so perfect and i'm just like it's what i wanted to be in high school and never was she's just the worst <laughs> though no like, you can't watch that intro I, and not want to be her I so can, i feel like though. i feel like this is this is where i think sharpie was written well in a bad way <laughs> the the school also likes her less in this one. Like, I feel like in the first one, there was like a lot of dudes who were like, oh, I really want to be with Sharpay. But by this one, and I could be wrong, maybe I'm misremembering. I feel like by this one, they're like, she sucks. Like, she's it's just Zeke now. Yeah. Zeke is still like, in love with her. I don't think they she, think, they're kind Zeke of just Rocket over Man. it. They're not like hating her. They're more just like, okay, we get it, Sharpay. Right. Can we talk That's about Rocket Man for a minute? Can we talk about Rocket Man for a minute? <sighs> who in God's name is this kid? Stand I, in the paint, shoot a layup. Win from the, the first second he entered, I'm like, this is everything I do not want in a like new character. I do not. I. But they try so to insist that he's a character throughout the whole movie, but they forget to actually make him a character. Okay, this is interesting because what the f- happened to? Oh, can I swear? Yeah, you're fine. Okay, what the f*** happened to uh, Sharpay's assistant for the whole middle of the movie? (laughs) She's just gone. Sharpay's story is gone for the middle of the movie. writing. Okay, 
Yeah, because I was like, okay, no, 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 let's get a new villain with a shitty English accent, first of all. What in the yeah, world? She, why couldn't they just actually <laughs> hire a British person? They literally, the, the weird, the stereotypical American impersonating an English person accent. Like, it no, couldn't have been more serious. It wasn't that bad. She wasn't like... Hello, Governor Sharpay, it's me. Well, she didn't say the... She had a script, so that's why it didn't sound like that. <laughs> yeah. But it was Hello, just so... Poppy. <laughs> I took the time to check your schedule. It's like so <laughs> intense. I don't even know what her name is, honestly. Goldie something, last name, I think. Miss Gold. She's a Bond villain. She's oh, a Bond. She had a. I nickname. literally don't know what her name is. I like, And I don't remember... I know that Rocketman's last name is Zara... It's like Justin yeah. Zara or something. Yeah. But they call him Rocket Man. And 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 Troy's and like he just insists. Because what it. is the point of that 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 scene? You know, Troy's dad is like, Troy, you know you're two points away from and he's like, nah, put Rocket Man in. <laughs> who did they pull out of the game? But like we don't who have the background on that. Like, who is yeah. Rocket Man? Why is he called Rocket, Rocket Man? Rocket Man going in has very much like imagine getting benched for a laboratory energy. <laughs> Yeah, big Air Bud vibes, but like we never get an explanation on anything about him, and they just insist he's this character. He gets to replace Troy in the musical for that half of a song. Wait, isn't Now or Never the first day at school? No, no. this would be so. Now or Never takes place during on the championship. What would have been the, yeah the last episode, like the last scene in High School Musical one a year later. A year later, yeah. So what? Wait, so in so the year we skip basically. Yes. Well, High School Musical 2 happened. Well, that was, that's the not, that was in the summer. <laughs> Between High School Musical 1 and 3. Yes. Yes. So, so let me give you dates. So, wait, that roughly, scene is before HSM 2? No. No, no, no. No, no roughly, it's, it's a year after the end of High School Musical 1. Yeah. So, let me, let me, let me just give you dates to give you, give you context. January 16th, 2006. We're just going to go You actually that. have the timeline. I love this. No, 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 no. I, 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 this is a little bit of conjecture. January 16th, 2006 is the state final in High City School Musical final. 1. City final in High School Musical 1. East High versus West High. And okay. the day of the auditions. Uh, it would be like June through late July is their time at the Country Club. 2006. Yeah. January 16th, 2007 is, is the first scene of High School Musical 3. So we don't get any of the fall semester. We don't get homecoming. We don't get football season because basketball is a winter. Okay. So it's the, game oh, that Troy, oh. it's the game that Troy won during his junior year but a year later his senior year. okay i understand now okay because i that's what i was confused about because so it's basically first day back after christmas kind of thing uh yeah about roughly, two weeks yeah. after that but yeah. because they start drama class that day right kind yeah. of yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. I didn't quite get the. I, I don't know how except, many times I've watched except, these movies and never gotten the timeline. Except because, well. this time, it's the spring musicale and not the winter musicale. Yeah. Spring so, musicale. Uh, nobody calls it a musicale, by the way. Music drama teachers don't. Well, do also, that. drama departments usually just, you know, mount a show, right? They like they just do Chicago instead of or the having, Wizard of Oz. Or the Wizard of Oz <laughs> instead of having one of their outgoing seniors write them a variety show that includes <laughs> the senior send off in it. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. They would just do Les Mis, right? Like, Juilliard wouldn't show up. Juilliard would be like, excuse me? No, you need to do Les Mis. You need to do Les Mis. Show me <laughs> Troy Bolton as, as Javert, as, as Valjean. Right. And then we'll consider getting Troy Bolton in Juilliard. 
Spring, can't just, I can't get over how she says spring musical. Spring it's musical. So- <laughs> She's much less of a B word in this movie, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> she really went. Yeah, she, she got much better. She got much better. Uh, she has that heart to heart with Troy. She's like, Mr. Bolton. I'm here because I have to cast Sharpe Evans in a role vacated by Gabriella Montez. Do you mind telling me why you're here? The stage. The stage. And he's like, yeah, teach. The show is about you. I put the ball in my hand. Oh my God, Sharpe fainting because she thinks it's not about her. Oh, (laughs) The worst. Uh, I'm a Ryan Evans stand first and a person second. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. Um, the party that they have after the game, I thought was... Oh, my God. Um, I, is, am I just not, like, caught up on American culture? Yeah, that do party people, was totally real. Yeah. But do people, like, get that obsessed with, like, whoever plays basketball well? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, that this part, is I've seen a lot of movies where I'm like, that high school party's not real. This one, totally real. But also, like, they the, get the, so, everyone's like as if they're a celebrity walking around yeah. the basket. The 100%. idea that the idea that a that the University of Albuquerque is like recruiting kids within this like like focusing this hard on the the school that is also in their city is not Huge. true. It's not true. Yeah. It wouldn't happen. That would not, not happen. They, they wouldn't take two players. Okay. Right. Also, yeah, the University of Albuquerque would be like nobodies in. Well, hold on. If you if the University of Albuquerque, we know the University of Albuquerque regular season plays UCLA or UC yeah, Berkeley, UC, UC Berkeley, Cal, which yeah. is a real basketball team. Like they play in the big tournament regularly. Okay. Uh, so if they you play are making them, claims that, means- that you cannot substantiate about the <laughs> California Golden Bears, Tyler. I know uh, nothing about this. This is all like foreign to me. Like, <laughs> okay. So if UC Berkeley, like if if they play U of A, then they are at least a. Probably not very good, but quasi decent basketball. The California team. Golden Bears men's basketball team placed twelfth in the Pac-12 this year. Oh my of, god, really? Out of out of sixteen, I think. But whatever. How many? I mean, with what frequency do they make the tournament though? The the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I have no idea. They're a football school. I know, but anyway, they're a real school with a real basketball team. Okay, and people uh, are this obsessed with the jocks and stuff. Oh, after a game, yes. Oh 100%. yeah, no. So 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 yeah. Troy having a party like this because Troy is the best dude at basketball and just won the city title is absolutely true. Now there okay. may there may be representatives from the like local college there or at his game or whatever, but like it would not be like, oh man, you're gonna play for U of A. That's big time. Like big okay. time college basketball programs do not go to high school kids' parties. In fact, they're exclusively prohibited from doing that. Yeah, but that like, is, there I are guess laws the against is- that. There, like, if there was an excuse, maybe it was like the father of someone they knew or right. something. But that really, anyway. But no, Troy having that party that because they won the game. Ali is and the, true. I and, love that and, they're playing, um, like, whoa, Ali and AJ. Is that Ali and AJ? I think it is. In I the have background, no idea. they I play no the same idea. song throughout the whole party for like literally <laughs> twenty minutes. But it's a really good song, and I remember this playing so much on Disney Channel at the time, and I love it. I want, to, I want to give you frame of reference for how big high school athletes are okay. during their season. Yeah. In high school, I made a Facebook like page for guys I went to school with. What? Yeah. So there was this pair of brothers, Reese and Tyler Kemp, and I made like a Facebook like page called the Kemps. Because they were the eighth best, eighth and ninth best football players on our football team. Yeah. But they, they had such a big personality and they were so cool and they were so fun. But like after a big win. They were like, Chad's, not Troy's. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> they were not... Uh, 
of the I think there's only one of our people from our class in the NFL right now, but like they were they were Chad's not choice. Exactly that. Um and I mean it wasn't like a so huge there is thing. like hierarchies of classes where it's like, oh my god, they're popular and like everyone's actually obsessed. Kind popular gets a bad rap. Popular, I think the perception is like popular is like cool and exclusive, but yeah. in my high school experience, the popular kids were much more Troy Bolton than chad danforth like like they were very inclusive they would talk to you they would do other activities because basketball or football or baseball is only one season and most of them didn't do all three so during the other seasons they would do things like marching band or drama or whatever Uh, right can we talk about the treehouse yes we (laughs) absolutely talk about the treehouse i want to live there yeah me too that's why everybody wants a treehouse. Tree this is, is no, but this is a, like the treehouse is bigger than my room. I would absolutely live there. It's got a retractable roof. <laughs> yeah. Which, which always and Troy is- needs a scholarship, guys. <laughs> I have problems with this. This happens in so many American movies where people have literal mansions, and then they're like, "Oh my god, I can't cut the mortgage this month." What? Like, yeah, if you cut the mortgage, the bank takes your house. But okay, no, no, no. Now you don't have your match. <laughs> this is my problem. This happens so much in Netflix as well, where people have like literal mansions and there's like two people living there. And then they're like, oh my God, we're really struggling this month with money. Oh, see, they bought, they bought a house they can't afford. But then, that's a pretty common problem in America. Okay, but why why do they still keep the big house? You can't. Who are you going to sell it to? Uh, when it's it's more complicated than that. It, that's okay. not that's not the unrealistic part. The unrealistic part is that they wouldn't have bought Troy a Mercedes. I, yeah. So I think I think the fact that here's here's my theory here. The fact that Troy drives this box truck and the fact that Troy has like this amazing retractable roof and like multiple basketball courts, but still needs a scholarship for college, means that like. Somewhere <laughs> around 16, his parents were like, hey, man, you got to figure some of this stuff no, no, out. No, 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 no. The scholarship is not a money thing. What do you think the scholarship The scholarship, you, the, you don't play top tier college basketball without a scholarship, right? Whether he can afford it or not is, is it irrelevant. Just like the, the, he wants the, to play ball. He wants to hoop on a on a level, a, a competitive level. To do that, they give you, if you are able to do that, they give you a scholarship. It is. It does not matter okay. if you can afford it or not. Plenty of people that can afford college are playing college sports on a scholarship. Okay. I just thought that was a weird thing. I, I've never really gotten that, but I think oh, it's no, more just yeah. me if not being... If you're a top tier athlete in America, you get a scholarship to school. I think that's me probably then just like not really like understanding quite America right. and housing and stuff. College sports is insane. And, um, yeah. That's all you need to know basically is that like whatever you think it's not, it is just, just yeah. College sports is bonkers. not, not coming from here. It is like basically impossible to so people are like, you really care that much about like your school sports. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. We just that's, do like th- there's no other way to like describe it. It is just, yes. Now that's very interesting. East high is insane. Those schools, schools like that basically could not exist, right? Like not, not in New Mexico, Texas, maybe. But it's not, not even New Mexico. Mexico. It, it's it's like everybody is bought in on this, right? Like Gabriella refers to Troy by affectionately by their school mascot, right? Like these kids are all in on East <laughs> High. What team? <laughs> Wildcats. There you go. <laughs> that he like yeah he like finishes the valedictorian speech like that, whatever, and it's just like I, I mean once I, a wildcat, I, always a wildcat, and everybody is like. Yeah, Troy. So, yeah. so is everyone like that? Like, is Ryan in on it? Is is Kelsey in on it? Yes, we are shown periodically throughout all three of these movies that Ryan and Kelsey, because they're main characters, are in on it. it I would die for Kelsey. 
I would straight up <laughs> die for Kelsey. I love Kelsey her. and Ryan both getting the scholarships is the 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 one thing these movies truly do perfectly. Nail. Nail. They are both also in the closet, I believe. They're both gay. Yeah, That's my so, canon. Like 100% because Tr- That's uh, why uh, they're uh, like Ryan, oh, Kelsey Ryan was- says Ryan says I'll pick you up for prom at 8. 8? <laughs> hey, what about dinner, Ryan? <laughs> the dance starts at 8. Prom is also something that? I don't understand about the US. I like I feel like it's like such a big thing there. Like it is yeah. huge. Yeah, 100%. Troy Bolton skipping prom to go get his girlfriend in California would not happen. Mm-mm. Would prom not happen. more important than college is, girlfriend. Is this why like people I feel like peaked in high school is like a big thing in the US because like it, there's so much people are like so care so much by high school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting to me. I've never understood that and like Everything is about high school, and it's like building up to literally everything. For a lot of people, the day they graduate high school is the last good day of their life. (laughs) Prom, prom is the last good day of their life. But that—that's what I'm saying. Is it doesn't get better than that, right? Like their their senior year is over. That's it. They go get a job in a coal mine or something, and marry a woman they don't like, and have kids they don't like, and die of a heart attack at fifty. Like. Smoke a pack a day. Smoke a pack a day and give yourself a heart attack at age 50. That's the uh, that's the American dream right there. The only person that has it right in this movie, actually, as far as all this goes, is Chad Danforth. When Gabrielle is like, hey, Troy, I don't think I can do this anymore. And Chad is like, you know what, man? It probably would have been pretty hard to sustain this relationship long distance anyway. You got to kind of let no, it he go. he does not say it like that. He says it I, really No, he mean. says it exactly like that. I So, no. listen. He says, he literally, because this is true, no. though, because so many of these he's, relationships do not last this is the thing yeah, that, the, that the movie gives but you. The, he doesn't say it like that. He says, this is your high school girlfriend. No one keeps them. It's correct. Like he, yes. That's the only time anybody's <laughs> ever said that in a movie and not just been like, oh, if it's true love, you got to chase it. If it's if it's love, it's love, Taylor man. Like, go that for to, it. That's the whole Gabriella. movie thing is like, and it's not realistic, right? Like, I, I know I, plenty of people who have married their high school sweetheart. And at least now, 10 years I think it's realistic to be that dramatic about it, though. I think it's realistic to be like, oh, my God, this is my true love. How can I ever? Yes, but, but then but the, 100%. But the reality of it is, is everybody way. has that friend like Chad Danforth that is like, hey, man, I understand that you're going through some stuff. But like, so is Move she it, like choosing a different a school a because of your girlfriend. Yes, that's the world. One. I mean, like, at least Cal's real. U of A doesn't exist. Oh. No, I don't have a problem with what Troy did. I had a problem with Gabriella being like, I'm going to stay in Albuquerque and go to U of A for a year and defer Stanford. That's where I had the problem. And Gabriella's mom being like, "Mm -mm, uh uh-uh, no ma'am. No, here's here's my issue with Gabriella Montez here. Gap year, I'm all for it. Deferring and taking classes at U of A, not for it. Not for it. Take classes at like ACC, Albuquerque Community College, but don't take (laughs) classes at Sharpay. I thought London Tipton was a gossip girl. No, London (laughs) Tipton. No, that's Blair Waldorf. No, there's somebody else. I thought London Tipton was a Gossip Girl. Nah, sweet life. She, that's she, a show yeah. I've never seen. Oh uh, my god, missing out. Came on after Hannah Montana during my late night. I've literally Disney seen Channel the scene sashes. where where the girl doesn't know how to drive the car, and he's like, "It that's stands her. for Park Neutral Reverse Drive." Prindle She's like, it's the Prindle. That's that's Brenda Song. Ah, okay. I thought you meant that Brenda Song was a real person that gave Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> no. like, like, that they got all of that right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> no, no, there's a scene where, where uh, somebody is, like, outside of a conference hall and is like, Mark Zuckerberg, here, you're going to be the next Bill Gates. And he's, oh, no, the guy says, you're gonna, the next Bill Gates is in this room. And Mark Zuckerberg is like, oh, wow. And the guy was like, who's speaking anyway? And Mark Zuckerberg was like, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. <laughs> 
Anyway, so there's a there's a very specific way. I would describe Zac Efron as an actor that has a very specific delivery. Like a like not that he's like a McConaughey type actor, but like I, I definitely there's definitely a way that Zac Efron delivers lines. And and that started in this movie. Like very much yes. I was reminded of every other role that Zac Efron's ever done. Like just the way he talks and has this because yes. he, he does this very intense delivery with literally every line in every movie he's ever in. No matter I what is going on in the movie, exactly what you're saying. I feel this. He uh, how do how do you even describe? I don't that? even. Yeah, it's that's like, the thing. Is I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like I watch a Zac Efron movie, and I'm like, that is so. What he just did is so Zac Efron, right? Because yeah. there, there's plenty of actors where it's like you lose them in the character. I've never lost Zac Efron in, in any character he's ever played. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It doesn't mean I don't enjoy his movies. But like, never has Zac Efron played somebody with the, maybe the exception of Ted Bundy. Um. There's just like, like extra, there's something dramatic about it. Every yeah, time. it's just like, there's something so extra about what he, the way he delivers lines all the time. And it, it yeah, I think this is an important scene for you all to watch. Okay. I'm sure you've seen this before. I've just shared it to you on the YouTube. Let's, let's take three minutes and 41 seconds to check this out. Okay. Okay. So, uh, listeners, here's what you need to know about that. What Tyler just did was showed us a scene uh, of Zac Efron DJing in a movie called We Are Your Friends from 2015. Now, what happened in this scene is Zac Efron gave us a very typical Zac Efron character. That's what I was going for. Hold okay, on. Let yes. me finish okay. what I was talking about. Okay. I actually, because I don't, I don't agree with you, actually. Oh. Okay. This is oh, a very, this is I a, think I'm stupid. <laughs> this is a very typical Zac Efron character played in a very not Zac Efron way. And I'm pretty sure that after this scene, he goes and kills that guy in a movie or in a, in a hotel room. Like, yeah, I, like, I do get the vibe that bad sinister. things happen because, here. because the thing is, is a, a Zac Efron in Neighbors, a Zac Efron in Mike and Dave need wedding dates, a Zac Efron in, uh, in, 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 um, like 30 grandpa, she hands him the drink and he like rips off a pair of sunglasses and goes, is that Rosé? <laughs> I love Rosé. But this guy's just like, is that Rosé? This dude is cool. smooth as can be. Cool. Yeah. But then, and it, it, at the end of it, there's just a very it's a quick mo- it's quick. sinister moment. Yeah. Right? Because because this this is this is Ted Bundy, Zac Efron. This is yeah. not mm. this is not Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, Zac Efron. Which if you've never seen that movie, it is highly underrated, by the I, way. Can I can I talk about Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates right real quick? Go for it. That movie ends up in front of my eyes more than any other movie ever. I don't know how it happens. Every time I'm in like a hotel room or I'm out like with family, somebody's like, oh, let's turn the TV on. See what's up. Oh, my goodness. I I wanted to see that looks funny. And then I end up watching the whole thing. Zac Efron has an intense ability to take what would be a very like bland milk toast white guy and turn it into without changing a damn thing about the script and turn it into like an interesting movie. Right. Because there's no reason that any of the neighbors movies should be good. There's no reason that Mike and Dave need wedding dates should be good. There's no reason that Baywatch should be good. There's no reason that Dirty Grandpa should be good. <sighs> Those movies slap, and it's Zac Efron doing this weird, like, this weird, like, lovable, but also extremely hot, but also, like, charismatic, yeah. but also kind of shy, kind of sensitive, that you I just want like to root for type guy. That he's it, hot and sensitive. But that, nobody else has okay. this characteristic, oh, right? No. Because, like... Because if Zac Efron... No, if anyone else played Troy... In High School Musical, I think I would know it. It would not be High School Musical, and I don't think it would work. I think we would hate Troy. I feel so you like. think like Aaron Tveit comes in and he's like, "I'm going to take Wait, five dollars." He's Aaron a Broadway Tveit. guy. He's a Broadway oh. guy. If you Google him, you'll be like, "Whoa!" Wait, how do you spell his name? T V E I T. T V E I T. Yeah, Aaron spelled like Aaron A A R O N. 
if this dude comes in and he, he does Danny like in Greece live, if he was like, I'll take $50 to do a high school musical production for Disney channel. Cause that's the budget y'all have got this. Dude, that dude would have killed those things. He was man. all Jaros in the Les Mis movie. Um, but I feel like it's gotta be Zac Efron though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, there's nobody that does these like part, these dumb parts in these dumb movies better than Zac Efron. Like nobody else could do it. Like you try to put, you know who does dumb, dumb and dumb and attractive and in in, in in sensitive? Uh, here's his problem: he's too tall. It's Channing Tatum. Oh, oh I don't like him. I don't like Channing Tatum. Doesn't have delivery though. I, I don't know, man. Twenty One Jump Street. That's a movie. Oh, I really just can't with. Who's I, a, okay? So who's a who's a hot guy that's just like in movies because he's hot? The Rock. No, not uh, The yes. Rock. Like like a like a like a, like a skinny like a skinny Troy white Bolton. dude. Oh. Uh. Uh. uh Jude Law. Uh, oh, I feel like I'm going to get hate for this. Oh, yeah, do it. Timothy Chalamet, maybe? No, no not that kind of like, I need I need the, like, the, the traditional type. Okay. Like, not like, what, who's okay. Ben Platt. Ben Platt. No. No? What are you talking who's about? The dude, who's the other dude from, from Pittsburgh? <laughs> not Ben Platt. Not Benji. Or it may be Benji. The other guy. The charismatic guy. But, like... I get what you're the saying. The one that Ch- actually ends up with I Anna get what Kendrick. you're saying with Channing Tatum, though. So, like, Zac Efron is, yeah. like, the perfect blend of somebody like Channing Tatum and somebody like Bill Hader. I don't know actors enough for this. I thought you have a de- yeah, part of a degree in film. Uh, well, film That's studies. That's not fair. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. Also, yeah, it was one year and I didn't really like it, so I didn't really pay them. <laughs> so like also I can't imagine I can't imagine you walked into history of film and your teacher was like today we are learning about the War of the Worlds broadcast as well as Bill Hader uh, yeah. from Saturday Night Live so you know I'm not surprised <laughs> no I'm also I'm very bad with names for some reason I need to like I need it could be friends of friends and I still don't know who they are until Fair. I like search them up like I'm terrible with names um, do you know which one of us is which I mean, you have name plaques, but I also do know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really like show up when there's literally name tags, but yes, oh, yeah, I, I, just, I just I just clicked back to the YouTube video. This dude is definitely Zach Efron's definitely going to kill this guy in this movie, a hundred percent. Is it is it a horror film? It's in like all the all the title cards are in German. <laughs> German, yeah, which is like. Oh, that's kind of scary, we, right? So this is listed. This is how it's listed. We are your friends. The 2015 drama film. Drama, drama, not like horror slasher. I not comedy is what I'm telling you. I think is what is all important. I'm telling you is well, obviously not a comedy, but also like the way this girl is dressed. Girl, come on, you cannot dance in the that film. Outfit. Star Zac Efron, Emily Ratajkowski, and Wes Bentley, and follows a young Los Angeles DJ trying to make it in the music industry and figure life out with his friends. So he probably doesn't kill somebody, but. <laughs> Probably not on-screen slasher. It was just a bit effects. creepy the way he was like, now I'm controlling everyone. And then at the end, he's got this like, everybody's dancing, but he's unhappy. Yeah, because the dude's dancing with his his, his girl. Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, yeah. sure. I, I will not, you can look it up if you're of age, but I'm not going to link it in the description because she is dressed very provocative. Very provocatively. Yeah. <laughs> so is he, actually. Oh, he's so hot. His eyes... Just like piercing blue pop out. Yeah. Elijah Wood as Troy Bolton. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Let me tell you what doesn't work is that. Uh, I just, I'm looking at my notes again. Go Um, for it. About one of the songs. It's still one, like one of the first songs, but (laughs) right here, right now, it's such a weak song compared to other like love songs they've had. Which one is Um, that? 
is there right here right now and they like um sit in the treehouse first singing oh it. yeah yeah and then they come back to it but also they're sitting shoulder to shoulder and they're like right like literally scream singing at each other shoulder to shoulder and i'm like this is awkward <laughs> well they don't let her sing if she's not scream singing yeah like sitting like this imagine sit, yeah. sitting like that <laughs> she is such a such a young voice yeah that's all that's all i have to say <laughs> even even i saw like an instagram live she did in like 2020 and i was like oh you still sound like a yeah it was that one you still sound like a 10 year old okay uh, yeah, looks like people a are gonna man die and also an eight-year-old and at the same time in this movie. Wait, let me try to do it. She's like, yeah, people are gonna die, but it's like I'm inevitable. It's, wait, what it's happened? Unfortunate. No, okay, so it's literally Vanessa Hudgens sitting on live and don't know if she's drinking or like taking something because she says, I don't know if I should be doing this right now. But basically she starts going talking about the pandemic and she's like, Yeah, so they're saying three months. Uh, I think that's bullshit. Um, because, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are gonna die, which is, like, bad, but, like, inevitable? Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Like, that's her, yeah. she says that. So, it's it's not good. It's not a good, it's not good optics, but it was also, like, I, I don't think there's any excuse for what she said, but there is a certain context of, like, nobody had any idea what they were talking about. No. Oh, this yeah. was, like, day one. A year ago, <laughs> a year ago, we launched Late to the Party on the WB&E Network, and I was like, yo, we should try to capitalize on this two-week lockdown everybody's going to have. <laughs> a year ago. I was so Everybody domestic. was trying to yeah. capitalize on the two-week lockdown. UK Today. A year ago. A year ago went into lockdown. And it was like three weeks. And I was like, I'm not going to see people for three weeks. What am I going to do? A year ago. <laughs> yes. Seamus yeah. Gorman when left America. Yeah. But uh, it was really, yeah, it was really embarrassing. She was just like, yeah, it's people are going to die, but it's like inevitable. So it was just yeah. bad. It was like Thanos, man. It was not good. <laughs> she started the pandemic. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, she didn't. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think she had any idea what she was saying. So. No. It's still just it's weird to say, like, thing. people are going to die. <laughs> <sighs> so what is it? What, like, tell me your story about these movies, Vegard. How did you come to, to be a high school musical stan? stan. Troy Bolton stan. Wait a minute. Hold on. I've seen Love, Simon. We've talked Love, Simon. Yes. Was was Troy Bolton your like Daniel Radcliffe poster? Um is that a I super mean, inappropriate question? I'm so sorry if it was. No, no, no. <laughs> um I I mean I don't know, but he was definitely like a bit of a gay awakening. But um I remember as a kid just I I didn't I watched the films, but I wasn't like super invested, but I did have like we did play the CDs and also watch like sing-along because Disney has used to have sing-along versions of these films play so there would be like the actual track so I was like a fan of the music I remember as a kid but then I think really it's when I got a bit older I realized how iconic the movies were like in their cringiness and everything so when I was like maybe 15, 16, 17, I started, I rewatched them with friends and we just like got so into it and we just like sang along and stuff. And then that kind of became a tradition. We would like watch them uh, every year and stuff. So yeah. And then I just, I, I love cringy Disney music. I don't know what it is. So like I regularly listen to like all three soundtracks on Spotify and also like Hannah Montana music and stuff. <laughs> 
No, I, I totally get that. I think that they, they put together these like very formulaic, very catchy songs. Yeah. And it's like, you feel betrayed because they get you, man. You yes. listen to me like, man, it's so good though. That's I'm so mad because I like it a lot. <laughs> I I am embarrassed to say, but also just like guilty pleasure. I love the music in these films and I just like literally listen to them all the time. If I'm biking around, like f- going to get a food shop, I'm most likely listening to high school musical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I, it's usually show tunes for me. So I feel that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, since we've started watching these, I have found myself listening to the music from them a fair bit. Yeah. A fair bit. And I, I can not. like. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, think, I think part of it is like, oh, if I put this on, it was kind of something my wife and I bonded over. Maybe it'll be like a silly moment. But on the inside, I'm like, and I really want to listen to Bet on it again. So. <laughs> oh my God, Bet on it. Yes. I still didn't love that song. Ah, it's every just time so I listen dated. to it, I like it's, it better. It's so dated. There's that one part where he's like, bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on me. I just don't know why oh, everything needs to sound yes. like it's every the time. Backstreet Boys. Like, why is all the music from I, 2000? Why, I, I don't, I, like, I think you're thinking too much about it. I'm not, I though, do. because, like, it doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like theater, and it doesn't sound like music that was popular then. What were they going for? But I feel like this one has more, like, musical this is music. theater songs, yeah. I've already That's forgotten right. all the songs from this one. I'll be honest okay, with you. Okay, no, no, no. So we have to go through the songs, I feel like. The song numbers. <laughs> go for okay. it. Okay. What, what hat are you wearing there, E? It's a Toronto Maple Leafs hat. I thought it was the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's Canada, Vagard. So I... The, cheers to me. What does that mean, Toronto Ho- Maple Leafs? Hockey. It's a hockey team. Okay. You guys are you so should into know sports. that you're from I Norway. I don't know anything about sports. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not so into sports. Mm-mm. I got also, this. Hockey, I got this at the hockey hall of fame. Big thing is, an, I don't think hockey is a big thing in Norway, or is it? Yeah, I think true. we take all your oh. best players and make them play in Canada and America. But yeah, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, y'all kick ass in the Olympics. About it. Let me, let me, let me just. I am only into sports around non-sports people. There is nothing that intimidates me more than being into sports near sports people. That sounds terrifying to me. People who are too into football, I'm like, oh my God, this is too much. <laughs> like, uh, not American football, but like football. football. Right, 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 right. I will usually okay. be the most knowledgeable sports person <laughs> in any conversation I'm in. Unless I'm talking to people that, re- that are like really into sports, in which case I know nothing. Mm. Yeah, there's a huge, huge gap like so like my my in-laws like you know how my room i've got the pop figures and the star wars and like my library has dear evan hansen things like that dynamic interests mostly geeky type stuff my father-in-law his room has signatures from like over like scarves like hanging like team scarves it would be like that if we did scarves in america it's jerseys okay oh yeah that's uh, yeah yeah but yes the same concept yeah yeah, same concept, but they're all signed. Like, imagine they're signed by, like, yeah. like who was a really famous footballer that you would know of from the, like, early 2000s? Like, the biggest name. Me? Yeah. I don't know any. Okay. You don't know any, like, like, like the Michael Jordan of soccer. I don't think like I know. Like, Zinedine Zidane. I don't think I know yeah. a name <laughs> like for Wayne football. Rooney. Like, Ronaldo, is that a name? Yes. Ronaldo. Okay, Ronaldo, yeah. So he has, like, the signatures of the Ronaldo of multiple different sports from multiple different eras. Oh, my God. So this people, is my so, sport. It's Troy Sivan, and this is signed. There you go. <laughs> nice. I have a signed copy, I think. I think this is maybe signed. Oh. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I took the sticker <laughs> off. I think the sticker might have been, like, Barnes & Noble Exclusive Edition. I have a signed copy of... I think the only signed book I have in here is A Beautifully, Beautifully Foolish Endeavor by Hank Green. Yeah, I have that signed. I have his first book signed. 
I have a couple of John book signs. Uh, I've got some signed books. Anyway. I love your TikToks for, um, is it Hank or John Green? I can't remember. Hank. Yeah. Hank. I love your TikToks for him. (laughs) Anyway, so the the people I can't hang with, though, are people that are like fans of a team and don't care about any of the other teams. Mm. So like you'll try to talk to somebody about like football and they'll want to talk about, they'll want to talk about the Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles and they don't know any of the names of any other players, any other teams. And then they hate every other team because they're the other team. Right. Yeah. That's about my like, extent I'm not particularly of the knowledge. A Toronto Maple that. Leafs fan, but I was in Toronto at the Hockey Hall of Fame. It felt like the thing to buy. Yeah. I love the game. Not hockey, though. I don't give. Well, going to hockey games is lots of fun, but following sports that aren't football or basketball is very hard. Anyway, um, as far as the music goes in these movies, I think the problem I have with it is that it's music made during a time that I have nostalgic memories of, but the music sounds like a time that I do not have nostalgic memories of or like sounds like a a time that I don't like I don't care about music from the early 2000s at all I don't really find myself even even from a nostalgia factor being like you don't want to put on right now some freaking in sync it's like I'd much rather listen to the the whatever year it came out masterpiece uh the 2020 experience by Justin Timberlake the song mirrors I'd rather listen to the song mirrors than almost anything in sync ever put out right so I think I don't have the music like attachment where I'm like, oh, this doesn't sound like the right era. So for me, I'm just like, oh my God, this is this time in my life. So I just hear the music and I'm like, this is the time. This does not sound like the the high school music that we listened to in high school in 2007. Oh, so you want it to be. This sounds like, like the music that I listened to when I was six. I think part of it for me and why I like it is because I have children and I'm always like, even though my daughter is like not old enough to like say her own name. I still, anytime I hear a song that would be appropriate for her, I'm like, yes, this is I guess I have no excuse. I'm just like, (laughs) I just like the music. (laughs) You were also six when this came out. I'm not trying to take it away from anybody by any means. It just like does, it continues to not land for me beyond like a, like a, oh, I've watched this movie and I've heard. Uh, you can go your way oh my on TikTok a hundred times since we did the episode. I didn't know that was from High School Musical too. I think we talked about this last week, but like when that started happening in the movie, I was like, get out. That's this. <laughs> yeah, I had also heard that song. Although I did just call it You Can Go Your Own Way, which is a Fleetwood Mac song from the like 1979 album Rumors and not uh, not the... I <laughs> got a live Ethan was alive for that, by the way. That's what he's nostalgic for. <laughs> I was not, but that's music from my childhood. <laughs> right. This is not music from my childhood. This is my music from my 27th hood. So, Vegard, you're 28 now, Ethan. Yeah, but I was it when we recorded the High School Musical 2 episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Take me through the songs. Also, you're allowed to just like them because you like them. You're allowed to not like them because you don't like them. There's there's a lot of talk in this movie about like... Yeah. But I'm not allowed to not like them because I don't like them. That's the problem (laughs) that I have with these movies. Um, Well, they're amazing. So I don't They're understand. not. I just don't like them that much and I'm not <laughs> but I'm not allowed to not like them that much. The next song is just hands down I th- well it's hard to say that it's the best one but I think it's my the best one for me. I want it all and everything to do with that number. Oh my god. Just like perfect. Which one is this? What happens in the movie? It all, I want it it's the biggest basically dance scene. It's Sharpay and Ryan. Oh yeah, okay. It's okay, Sharpay okay, and Ryan. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. The white Oh my god, the white outfits when she's wearing the bob owns my life. This is when I tweeted the phrase, drag her ass, Ryan. Yes. 
when he's like, apart from me, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, of course, this, you gotta believe it. You and I, Sharpie, what's his name? I know the song worst. by heart. When this song came on, I literally Googled the budget of this movie versus the previous one. And I was like, because you this is tell. where they spent every penny of it. Yes. The, the basketball sequence, the that sequence, the like them getting dressed for prom sequence and Scream. the inception sequence is where mm. all of the money went. It's an extra four million dollars. It's nothing. But they spent they spent four million dollars on that, and the rest of it was just like, okay, do exactly what you did in the last movie, but no. this time do it on oh my film. God. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Honestly, like I this scene is just so good. Yeah. And when it transitions back, when they like stop and they transition back and they're just standing in the hall and everything's the same, it's just so perfect because yeah. you can just tell that it's like Sharpay's vision. Fantasy. Yeah, the, yeah. the larger than because, life scenes like that were the times I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. This one thing that I'm like, that is interesting about this is I want it all the way we see it in the movie is kind of what happened in the play, but to a toned down version, I realized. So like, um, what is the song? Uh, the one where they're like going to prom or whatever. Uh, oh, a night one. to remember. A night to remember. Yeah, that, that is also like part of the musical, and it like comes back down to everything, and it's just like yes, but it's all right. Cut part of Great. the musical, but the version we see first is bigger than what the actual musical is because it's kind of like the imaginary dream version right. of the song, which is strange. I was like, why are they? Because that's how musicals like, work, man. Like. <laughs> That's how musicals just break out into song. That's like that's like a classic movie musical thing, though. Is like it doesn't have to make sense. You break out into song and everything changes. You start busting, yeah. walking through, everything changes. That's how movie musicals work, and that's the time that I truly think that these movies excel is when they actually try to do the movie musical thing. I said the same thing about the last movie. Like I didn't love the first one as much as the second one because it never really felt like a musical. It felt like a movie with songs in it. Yeah. So on in a night to remember just before I want to talk about America versus Norway again just before the song starts there's the promposal and this is the only worthwhile promposal in the movie when he stands up on the table when he stands up on the table what do you make of this promposal I mean for me prom is so like nothing at all so like for me prom we had did we have prom I guess we kind of had prom but it's, it's nothing like to me. <laughs> it's nothing like in America. We, I guess, I th think we may have had something like a pr no. Did we have a prom? I don't think it even was a prom. It's just like an ending party, kind of. So everyone goes, did, but it's did, not like a finding a date type thing. But like, was it a black tie affair, like ball gowns? Okay tuxedos because no. they don't even no really show you what prom spending. was like because troy wasn't there for it is the problem no, in this movie spending like ten thousand dollars on a dress type thing no that no, no. doesn't that's not no no that's but not I feel realistic like that's either. like really in like insane rich... maybe in like la but like okay. for your average midwestern american i would say a thousand dollars is the most expensive dress at any given point. maybe a thousand dollars though still so for I, me, it, it, it's like, like that would be one girl. Most girls are going to be in the 300 to 500 range. And then there's going to be plenty beneath that. But I, I wouldn't even say most girls are in 300 to 500 range. Those prom dresses are fairly inexpensive compared to like what you would think. Anyway, like it's just so not a thing for me. So I was just like, okay, I mean, it's pretty cool. He's just standing up on a table, but I also have seen from like being online that promposals can be so insane. So, like, yes, they can. I think promposals didn't get their stride culturally 
Until after we were Until in high about, school. Well, I would say like 2010, they were really sort of picking up while we were in school, but then they got like crazy bonkers around Vine time. And I can only imagine what's going to happen when we go back to school and you can TikTok your promposal. <laughs> yeah. Like it's going to change the whole game. So for me, uh, it was just like, okay, it, like pretty cool. But because I know what promposals can be just by like knowing about things, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. I give, I give uh Chad here a two out of ten. That's terrible. Do better. <laughs> She's also like a real jerk to him about it too. Yeah, Taylor's a jerk the whole time. I I kind of love Taylor. You can love Taylor all you want, but all she does in the first movie is like show, like literally spy on Troy in the locker room. Yeah, and show it to Gabriella to their friends. And then and then in the second movie, she just gaslights Gabriella the whole time, where she's like. Does he really like you or is he really enjoying his time with Sharpay? Is I he really enjoying his promotion? Um, like, the main characters all have really bad, like kind of bad best friends. They're kind of, I think high school. Everybody except Troy is a bad person. Friends. Everybody except Troy and Ryan and Kelsey are bad people. Yeah. Don't you dare badmouth Ryan and Sorry. Kelsey on yeah. my podcast. <laughs> Gabriella is a bad person most of the time. Uh, I really hate like, the my most annoying thing is just her having to be so like she is so dramatic every time she just has to go away because oh my god there's no in depth the song, to gabriella in the song she sings i can't survive one more goodbye <laughs> she's passing away from saying goodbye. she literally <laughs> says the phrase i think i'm out of goodbyes no, she also I says, you, I'm wild gonna cat. like, I can't survive. I love you, wildcat, but I need to be where I am right now. <laughs> also, like, that wasn't even, that, that response did not go to what he asked her or what he said at all. He's like, hey, you should come to prom. Like, you were normal kids. You have a plane ticket. <laughs> I'm sure Stanford is aware you're doing this. Uh, I think... Here's my issue with Gabriella in the whole trilogy is she's just not very well developed at all. Like it's so Troy centric and we're given this what what the youths would call an unreliable narrator in Troy that like, yeah, he meets this pretty girl and they have that chemistry when they sing the song together, but they really don't develop their relationship at all. No. Also, this annoyed me with Chad because Chad has been kind of part of the musical, kind of like been with the singing and dancing, has had no character development on that side because right. in this film, he's still like uh, telling Troy off for anything to do with musicals, even just enjoying being part of the musical, not even the whole going to school bit, but like no over three years he's had no character development in this side of him well, it's, like it's a, a bit strange well yeah it would have been a year totally. but still like th a bunch of musical numbers and singing and dancing <laughs> right right but those like, don't actually yeah. happen to him is the thing no but some of them when some of them he do, yeah. the i don't dance he definitely gets told that like oh you can't actually like there's that fight actually happens and then he's part of the singing at the end the actual right. music goal the first one he's but, part of and then I don't he and ryan go hook up after the I don't think yeah. right I don't think Chad's ready to talk to Troy about what him and Ryan right that's through. the thing is I don't think Troy I don't think Chad is ready to face what he feels about singing and dancing true also yeah because feels... he's like he's in the musical and he's telling Troy like hey man you don't want to be in the musical that's lame. Also, Kelsey, Kelsey is definitely like, he was in it and did not like he didn't get to the rehearsal and be like hey Kelsey actually this isn't for me so I'm out but like yeah. he came sang and then said no, Troy, this is not for you. Kelsey like, is definitely also in the closet or she would have straight up stolen Troy away from Gabriella. Yeah. Kelsey writes love songs for Troy from from Troy and Gabriella's perspective. That's the most messed up thing I've 
ever heard. Like, he, he, she would absolutely be just like, okay, Troy's my boyfriend now. If she was I not, I haven't thought about this. Totally Gabriella gay. wouldn't be. Uh, Gabriella wouldn't be cool with this, right? Like, Gabriella wouldn't right, be like. like th- there's a conversation that where, where Troy has been like, "Oh no, this is Kelsey. She's my lesbian best friend." <laughs> she writes yeah. love songs because for because us. otherwise because Troy, Gabriella would not be cool with how close her and Troy are if she's not cool with how close uh, how not close her and Char- he and Sharpay were. Right? This isn't to say that that Troy and Kelsey couldn't be platonic best friends. No, I absolutely think they could be platonic and, best friends. I think it's that any high schooler that I think cool. any high school girl that is that close to Troy Bolton and is in any way interested in men is interested in Troy Bolton. <laughs> yes. Because it's not like he's a jock and he like only cares about basketball. He's sitting there like, ah, oh, should I go to Juilliard? It's like or- right. Should I should I turn down <laughs> U of University of Albuquerque basketball to go beat a a, a cigarette in Juilliard? I'm I like, have a random be pet on peeve. Broadway. Yeah, go when ahead. the woman's like, that's Troy Bolton. <laughs> this adult woman from Juilliard. She she's sitting with her notes. This is separate to what I was gonna say. She goes, "That's Troy Bolton." She literally likes. <laughs> <laughs> also, but, shout out Rocket Man is all I want to say. That was rad. <laughs> yeah. So, Vega, what's yeah, your pet sorry. peeve? My random pet peeve is there's an acting thing. Their fake background conversations are so fake. Have you guys noticed when they're like? Uh, yeah. They're literally talking like this. Like that's what they're saying in the background <laughs> always. <laughs> not it's that. not a conversation. Whenever they the main focus is on someone else and someone's chatting and there's like moving the camera away from them, it's like <laughs> there's never words or sentences. <laughs> so there is there is a scene in this movie that that sticks out in my mind, and this is just a little Easter egg for people who could watch this in the future. There's just a moment where very well in focus, there's a guy wearing like a pink shirt and his collar is popped. And he's like, he's like 60% of the frame. Oh. And, then, and then it goes back to the rest of the conversation. The dude's not a character, has no part in the story, but he's got like this collar popped pink shirt and that's it. So if you find <laughs> that guy. Well, so, that. Troy and Chad might have hooked up as well during that the boys are back scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think that was a genuine bro song. Troy, yeah. but yeah, but I the, think, problem I is, think, the problem is Troy is dressed like a 2016 lesbian. <laughs> right down to the bandana. Right down this, to the bandana. That song I is, I don't like that scene at really at, at all because I, I feel like... It serves absolutely no purpose whatsoever. It's just for it, them to transition into the next scene, but it didn't need to transition like that. Because I do think there's an interesting filmmaking decision or it's not filmmaking, maybe script writing, storytelling decision in that multiple times in this movie, Troy is like, it illustrates how much the adults in Troy's life respect him. And this is related to the boys are back scene is in that scene. He shows up to the junkyard and the guy is like, oh, you know how to lock up. Here's the keys. And then later on, it mirrors itself when he's on the stage after the scream song. And the teacher is like, oh, Troy Bolton, you can just hang out here until you want to go. I'm heading out. You're in charge. So I do think there's some next level storytelling happening specifically in the way that the the adults in Troy's life treat him, with the exception of his father, who Troy has to tell off, which I think that's very interesting. I'm sorry. I get it. Troy. Troy Bolton, bud, you you beautiful, blue-eyed, floppy-haired dumbass. We all know that you don't know what Juilliard is, okay? But, like, <laughs> everybody's parents are aware of Juilliard, right? Like, like 
Danny Bolton or whatever his name is, if he gets a brochure in the mail from Juilliard that's like, hey, we want your son to come to Juilliard, that dad is is not going to come to his son and be like, hey, uh, kind of wacky didn't tell me about Juilliard, <laughs> bud. I thought we agreed on the University of Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that would I can't even describe to you how like if that scene was so stupid. Juilliard, you go. Period. I mean, that's the thing. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care if you want to play basketball. Figure it out to, later, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you go to Juilliard. Is it that like intense? It's it's so it's like I don't know. I can't think of like a UK version to match this, but like like going to U of A would be like going to Tesco, and going to Juilliard is like going to that big store where there's all the different stores inside. Harrods. Herods. Okay. Yeah. I I understand, like, because that's the thing. They only had, like, two people could, that, or one person originally that could go. So, um, Juilliard, yeah, Juilliard is, like, a music and, and like, arts performing school. Arts. Performing arts school. But it is, like, the most exclusive school in America. It's it's one of those things where, like... It's basically like the queen it's, calling it's, you it's, up and being like, hey, do you want a scholarship to Oxford? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it's, it's like... Yeah, that's a really good comparison. I'm trying to think. I had a point there. It's like... There's this underlying perception in the film that like parents don't want their athletes to go to performing arts school or like art school in general because there's no careers in that or there's not money to be made or you're going to end up a failure when like, oh man, there's so many players in the NBA, 15 But that wouldn't be the case only. if you went to Juilliard. But like, right. It's like, oh, you can't go to performing arts school unless Juilliard calls, yeah. obviously. <laughs> right. And it's just like that scene is so corny where his dad's like, I thought we agreed on U of A, bud. Like, I didn't know you're talking I about hate- the colleges. He's like, this well, other colleges talk to me. And he's like, yeah, but it's the only one we talked about. And it's like, okay, but it's I hate his when decision. parents are like this, when it's like parents live their dreams through their kids. I hate when that happens. Um, I feel right, like because Mr. Bolton is a failure. <laughs> yeah, because he wanted to be a basketball star, but he's a f- coach for the team. <laughs> his number team. was the first number retired at East High at School. At his high school. With yeah. James Harden and he Troy had the and in, uh, High school life we talked about. Yeah, yes. he peaked in high school. He peaked yeah. in high school. So and as a kid with I a woman, he, kid he likes with a woman the, he never talks to. <laughs> I kind of relate with um, their the drama of like leaving high school and then choosing the next step and like parents not being fully with it. Like my parents were never like trying to force me into a school that they wanted to, but they definitely were suggesting other things than like film and stuff because they knew that that's like hard so i kind of relate to the whole like deciding like what you're gonna do and everything and the drama of everything because it feels like so end of the world when you're 18 it feels so dramatic when it literally is like you could just you have so many years to decide everything right I think if I've, I think if I was like, "Hey, Dad, I want to go to film school," my dad would have been like, "Yeah, absolutely, let's go." Hundred like percent. My dad was disappointed in me that I went to like regular college and got a regular degree. <laughs> uh, I think my dad would have been ecstatic if I said I wanted to do some sort of mass communication. It's kind of in the family here. Uh, wasn't thrilled with music. I don't think they were supportive. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't finish with music. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents were a little bit like hesitant, but they always like let me choose what I wanted to. Yeah. So they may have like suggested other things, but they would never like try to control it the way they do in this 
film. The, the, the way that they get you is in, in, I don't know if this is the case in other countries, but in America, you can have like a major, which is like your primary focus study, oh. and a minor, which is like your, you know, secondary study. And so the way I hear a lot of parents doing this is like, oh, you should major in whatever you want. Make sure you minor in business hmm. so that, you know, just for something to fall back on. It's like okay. That's really smart, actually, though, to have something like that where it's too- Right, but when you tell that to an 18-year-old who only believes that his trumpet will take him to the moon, it's like, I don't need business. I need jazz. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very easy to scoff at that 18-year-old 10 years, you know, removed, but- It I is like, it does feel like at the time, like, this is the end of the world if I choose the wrong thing. Right. Or if I don't put all my eggs in well, one that's basket. How, or for, that's how Troy felt about you know. basketball. He has that crazy inception scene where he walks all the way 360 degrees around a hallway. Let's talk about Scream and why it's so good. It's a fucking fever dream is what it is. <laughs> like, that is a nightmare. Yes. Troy Bolton got that's to live so out his, his, like, I didn't go to school with my pants on dream in real life. It's the problem. <laughs> the and he ends up deciding, so like, good. I'm going to go to UC Berkeley and, and smoke weed. <laughs> That is what they do. That there. is what they do Vigor. at the University of California at Berkeley. <laughs> Vega, go Some ahead and rant bugs. on 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 Scream. I just this song is just so like the drama really comes to a hold in this song. I feel like like I feel like they collected all of the dramatics and just like threw it all into the song. Like they really said this is going to be the most extra ever, and it's just like <laughs> a little. It's just a little like side thing for him just like screaming and singing in the school. I just love it so much that they made it so dramatic, just him walking around. And just the fact that uh, <laughs> this is why it's so funny because it's just an 18 year old deciding what school to go to, but it's like the walls are spinning and his whole world is crumbling. <laughs> it is so funny, but so good. I, but like for a lot of 18 year olds, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Is but that it's like, like if you pick the wrong school or if you pick the wrong major, if you pick the wrong whatever, then like it's, the world's not crumbling, man. Take a gap year if you're not sure. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. But that's whatever. the thing. But it's not like that though, because it's Troy deciding if he's going to go play division one college basketball or not. You don't get a gap year to play division one college basketball. I understand that. I understand that. But he's like, it's not like he's, they, it, I didn't, I didn't know that in fiction he could choose UC Berkeley, right? I was under the impression that it was like, you can go to the University of Albuquerque, you can go to Juilliard. You can't have both. Well, yeah, there he, was no, he, they definitely there was no it, Justin Tucker in this Right, they definitely make it seem where like. you can major in like opera performance and be an NFL kicker. But it also doesn't, even further than that though, it doesn't seem like he can go anywhere else at any point, right? Like it seems like his, right. his basketball offer is from the University of Albuquerque. Like he didn't get an offer from the University of New Mexico. Or the University of Arizona or anywhere else. He got an offer from, he needs to decide whether he's going to pay to go to school somewhere and do something else or he's going to play basketball at the one place he got a basketball scholarship to. And then he's just like, psych, I'm going to go play basketball at a bigger school. Thank you. JK. <laughs> and it's like, if you had that offer, if you had any other offer, why did you not talk to your dad about it? All, but like, also, like why did your dad not tell you? But also, like, how did this happen? Yeah. I feel like it's because his, like, the two factors that are dragging him are this drama teacher who literally, without asking, submitted him to Juilliard, and then his father who's and friends who are like, you have to do basketball. So I don't even think he considered that there was two options, or a third option. Tell I you mean. what, right. hey, high school kids, if your drama teacher submits your name to Juilliard, say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a jerk move. They definitely shouldn't have done it and probably can get arrested, but, like, you say thank you. Thank you. You say thank you, <laughs> and you and you hear Juilliard out. 
Same with like Berkeley College of Music. Uh, you know, that, really, those are the two. A night to remember. NYU. I just remember this is uh, such a bop, and the dancing in it is the best dancing that they have throughout this film. I think uh, the only dancing I can ever think of is I don't. Dance yeah, same. Because- <laughs> This is like the... It's I know off. they do dance, but like my brain just like, I just don't see it. I, I, I mean, I it's just like, oh, people move this, on so. screen. <laughs> um, we do actually, I, I hate to say this because I'm having a blasty blast. We do need to wrap. I'm going to grab okay. some real quick. Y'all riff on but something. We can, I have uh, so many notes still. Oh my gosh. Hit me with another note. Uh, okay. Wait. <laughs> I've said a lot of them that I didn't even know I'd said, but um, let me see. I just have to, the quote, but the ball's in my hands. I just had to put that in there. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate um, it. <laughs> I think they, the songs, they recycle them a couple of too many, t- too many times in this movie. Like yes. they go, they play them one too many times, each of them. And yes. I disagree um, entirely. You do? Yeah, because all the songs have to be part of the musical at the end. I agree, but... Not right here, right now. That one they only sang together, Troy and Gabriella, twice. Okay, fair, yeah, okay. Some of them are not. Um, the singing in British is not it, I wrote down. Which <laughs> 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 is like, tonight in the night of nights. It's no. <laughs> night of nights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, wasn't wasn't about that either. Um, and I love I the final song. That's also something I wrote down. That's, I guess, my notes. Oh, that I final love... company number is the like the worst part of this whole trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, that it that does, was just that was painful. It drags that was forever. painful. They're like you high think... school musical. I want to be in high school forever. Why can't the whole world be like my high school musical? And I'm like, okay, it's the okay. name of the movie. We got it. We got it. Got we got it. I think it went on for a little bit too long because. Once they're outside, they move inside and sing it again. See, this is this is where you bring all of this together back or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they should have done like a quick rendition of the previous songs. They should. Yes, that's how a musical would end. Is they should have done all for one. Just repeat the whole dang long song from High School Musical two. That song is an absolute banger. Yes. And does that, make yeah, that it whole onto scene drag because it's like everybody has to have their solo and they have to do the bows. <laughs> I've got a listener score. Then, do you? I do. Oh my God, I'm so excited. There wasn't many listener reviews. It's my fault. Yeah, Tyler uh, asked for him. Well, Tyler forgot to ask for him and I asked for him at 7.30. Whoops. Uh, so just to recap, I give this a 79. Ethan, a 41. Rotten yep. Tomatoes, a 63. Metacritic, a 57. Vegard, an 85. I feel like I've been very critical while we've been talking. That's just because like, I mean, we're just like criticizing it, but I still agree with my score. <laughs> That's totally fine. I agree yeah. with mine. Yeah, Ethan. Oh, the listener score? Uh, 84.7, so an 85. 85 That's the hi- as I think well. the highest listener score for the three of that, us. Ha. Ha. Ethan must be not hating the this. Highest, <laughs> not the highest, uh, not Damn. The highest high school musical score. Uh, I think Ethan was like, how do I How do I do this? No, I just didn't like this movie. Uh well, the reason I say that is because it just gets beaten out by High School Musical. Uh, the score, the bacon and egg score for High School Musical 3 is a 67.8, which rounds up to a 68, uh, which is point, I'm sorry, which is two points below High School Musical, which is a 70, but it is right next to it on the rank. What did High School Musical 2 get? High School Musical 2 got a 78. I see. Okay, cool. Um, 
Can I direct y'all's attention away from uh, High School Musical for one second? Absolutely uh, not. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would like to introduce gonna, you to. Yeah. An, I would like to introduce you to invention an invention that I bought off TikTok. Okay, off okay. a TikTok oh. ad. This is called the slap mask. You bought the slap mask? I did mask? buy the slap mask because I was so curious as to how it Is actually worked. Is that what you were doing Yes, earlier. so it snaps onto your arm like a snap bracelet from the early 2000s. I can't make the camera work, right? This is mirrored. It snaps onto your arm like a snap bracelet, right? Are we sponsored by these no, people? No, no, because this I This is the grossest thing, thing I've ever I seen. I hate this thing. <laughs> I have a critical thing with that. So the idea is you're, that the idea is that it snaps on your arm when you're not wearing it. Okay. You the, sneeze and cough into this, and you on your arm. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, ew. Yeah. You go on COVID all into a mask, and then you COVID right doesn't live on surfaces. Yeah, but it's still yucky. I'm not saying it's not. I, wa- I ju- <laughs> literally just want to know if this product even worked the way they said it did, which it does not, because the problem with this, this is it does not snap onto your face, okay? You have to take the snap part out of it. No. Out of it. And then wear the snap part as a regular snap bracelet while you're wearing the mask. That defeats yeah. the whole purpose. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. They, they even give you a second face. snappy boy because you're going to lose the first one. I want to oh. see you wearing it like snapped onto the face. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> this is going to be a gag for, for video only. Because it. I can't hear you oh. at this point. It doesn't work. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I'm actually I hate this product so much. In the sleeve, if this it doesn't go in very well either, it's like hard to get in. If this was on Shark Tank, they would ridicule them for this. Like they advertise it on on TikTok, like you're not going to need straps, okay? Like these don't matter, but it does not. Just you can't just like (laughs) snap it onto your face. It doesn't do. It curls up. I hate it so much. I'm (laughs) furious that this exists. Okay. Every time I see this, every time I see this on TikTok, I look at the comment. I read the comments on every ad that allows comments. How dare you leave your comments on on an ad? You're asking <clears> for it. Uh, but it's the the tea is always piping. And every time I see this on TikTok, the comments are always like, "Ew, that's literally the grossest thing I've ever seen." Yeah. Because the video is like, "Oh, me and my buddies had this great idea for a mask, so we dropped two million dollars into it." I don't see why it's that gross. Where no, do you put your Where you do you put your mask that you you normally wear? You wear it and put it in your pocket. I think. How is yeah, it any like different in your pocket? Because you are slapping your germs right on your hands that you're gonna go and touchy touch everything, and then your germs are just spreading all over your hands, and then you take it off. You put it on. But where do now you take germs. Where do you take it off in public though? You don't. Yeah, but so then. See, the point is are, that you've got it. So yeah. it's there so when, when you need you to snap- when you need to t- when you need to unsnap it and and put it on to leave somewhere. But you have to take the thing out. Yes, that's the problem. <laughs> yes, <so laughs> because then- it can't just it can't just take it off your arm and be like, "Whoo!" I slap it on your face because it doesn't do that. Also, it smells really bad because it's new. Uh, you have to take the you have to take the snap thing out of them and then you just have a regular very thin mask let me come up with a much greater invention of the same thing still gross just do a little like um velcro velcro around the arm better you get a snap bracelet that says slap oh my mask god on it. you just had a zillion dollar idea Vigar. right I, think we I should start go to the, the moon with that one the if velcro only their mask. pandemic was still so bad we would be millionaires <laughs> Because of Velcro, at least you can wear it and then put My it on. My microphone is now brought to you by Slap Mask. Oh, it sounds no, terrible it now. It sounds terrible now. We are not a Slap Mask sponsor. There we go. I asked because I was like, I hate it. I hate it. What is the opposite of sponsorship? 
Like uh, the the opposite of I, yeah, we're we're the opposite of endorsing this product right now. Yes. Fuck this one product. One star review. One star. Do not review. do not buy the slap mask because this is a shitty mask with a thing inside of it that you have to take out before you put it on your face. Whoever had that idea and spent that money, I really really hope they learned the lesson to not do well, that I gave again. them some money back for it so you don't have to because I wanted yeah. to see if the slap mask worked or not. It does not. Zero stars out of 100. <laughs> oh, I just what, know the what, rocket man would have loved that mask. Uh, he would have been all about it. Uh, I've not owned a slap bracelet ever. What is your go-to mask style? Me? Do you like, yeah, like like you're, like the most comfortable mask for your face. What, is, what does it look or feel like? I have, wait, let me see if I can find it real quick. None oh, of mine yeah. are in here. This one. It's like I think I have that one. Yeah. Is it kind of silky? Yes, silky. It's very soft and it's like it's really nice. And it's kind of like um workout shirt material. Uh Uh-huh. And it's really soft. These strings are very soft. I'm now sponsored by what's it say? Step ahead. Step ahead. Step ahead. Step ahead. I get all my masks from Vistaprint and I'm I'm very happy with them. Uh I get mine from the old Navy checkout line for the most part. Uh and I like them. They're the ones that like They're like they're like accordion open, you know what I mean? No, they're what? I do not. I do not like, like a pleated mask. Pleated, that's the word. I like a solid mask. Yeah, I just got one that's houndstooth. It's very nice. Oh, fancy as yeah. can be. I have a lot of Christmas masks. I uh, wore my Christmas mask religiously. It had an I voted sticker stuck to it for a whole month. Oh my god, that's gross. Did you not wash it? What I did. Oh, okay. Uh, I, do I have a mask in here? I don't think I do. I have the slap mask. That's the only one. Oh, maybe. The slap mask. The slap mask. Fuck the slap mask. Yeah, that is is such a shitty idea. I wish I could take the money they spent on it. I don't know what the actual dollar amount was. Two million is probably... No, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I've I've seen the ad. I've seen the ad a bunch, but I bought it from them. Two million dollars can't go wrong. Can't. You can't. Anyway. I uh, mean, I've spent $11 on dumber things, for sure. Yeah. I've spent $11 on stuff on Instagram that just never came. Ever. I'd rather that that than the mask, to be honest. (laughs) Well, I thought that maybe there was some way it was going to be like a diamond in the rough. Like, even if it didn't wear it on my wrist, but just like a mask that I could just whack on my face, right? That yeah. I don't need the straps I for. That somehow like held onto my face. Sounds cool. Okay. If it worked. If it did, if there were no additional costs and they spent $2 million on it and they didn't have to pay their salaries or anything else, like $2 million is the whole thing. They need to sell almost 182,000 of these masks, which is pretty low, I guess. But I wish they wouldn't make a profit because I don't want them to think this is a good idea and they should keep coming up with ideas. Oh, I'm going to go back. <laughs> Next time I see an ad for it, which they'll probably never give me an ad again because I did buy it, but I'm going to absolutely drag them. Yeah, anyway. make a TikTok. Hey, Paige. <laughs> yeah, this is a slap mask uh, I, I hate, hate the. I hate Make a separate account that's just a slap mask hate page. Mm-hmm. And me, Stitch a whole bunch me of and videos. 432 Park Avenue hate page girl will <laughs> say fuck the slap mask. Yes, I love her. Anyway, uh, this has been Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast where we talked about High School Musical for three, week, three weeks in a row. Um, please stop asking us to do decoms. They're not going to happen ever again. We're doing Descendants in the Fall. We're absolutely not doing Descendants. <laughs> we do theatrically released movies or movies that are of a certain quality that they would be theatrical released, which are the first two or not. I think we should do Hannah Montana the movie next. I'm so down for Tyler and Vagard's Vagard the Gay Bard podcast. Like, we're gonna have so much fun. <laughs> yes, that's what you need, Tyler. Another project to occupy your time. Um, we, we we released an episode quarterly. That being said, I'm just gonna buy a bunch of slap bracelets to wrap them around the, the body of the sure SM7B because it fits. If you have someone you really perfectly. dislike, 
if you have someone you really dislike and you want to annoy them slightly, buy them a slap mask. Yeah. No, don't buy, don't spend money on a slap mask. <laughs> I spent the money so don't you don't have to. The money. I took your Patreon money and turned it into one slap mask. Don't no, do it. No, we didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> I took part of my box? cut of the Patreon money and spent it on one slap mask. <laughs> If you have a P.O. box, you know that you would be sent a bunch of those now. We do have oh, a P.O. box. Please don't send PO us slap masks. 3025, Roanoke, Virginia. Don't send us slap three. masks. High School Musical <laughs> 3 comes in at 24 of 26. Generally, I'm a little surprised that the listeners rated these as low as they did. Um, this one they liked a lot. The other two, not so much. We had to boost those up ourselves. I don't understand how they didn't like the other ones. That's a shame. A they, lot of people did, like, and a lot of people didn't. They got a lot of hundreds it, and a lot of eights. Yeah, it was. I was surprised by the listener reviews. I would have thought, well, I don't know why I would have thought this, because I probably would have left a negative review prior to embracing it. Uh, but I would have thought that like the only people that left a score would be people that would have given it 100. I still yeah. would not give any of these a fresh review on Rotten Tomatoes. Which I deliver here. Oh, I don't like this like. movie. <laughs> the other two were fine. I don't like this movie. I would like to make it very clear. I do not like High School Musical 3. Senior year. I, I, I think I, that I didn't have a horrible time watching it. I liked it more than the Santa Claus. We'll probably not revisit. Oh, what a good show. If you like the show and want to listen to more like it, you listen to That's What I'm Talking About. It hosted by comedian Mary Clay Watt. She's absolutely hilarious. Uh, and she's reading The Hobbit right now. So if you were like, man, but I've never read Lord of the Rings. Well, you don't even have to. Hobbit was written before. It's way easier to read, and you can jump right in. I read it in like two days. The audiobook's like 12 hours. That's nothing. That is absolutely nothing. There are books by the author whom shall not be named that are longer than that. 12 hours is like a, it's like a long drive. Like, you're fine, okay? Listen to The Hobbit and listen to That's What I'm Talking About. There's a preview for it right here. We're not gonna, Vagar, you don't get to hear the preview, but you can, you can use your imagination. <laughs> I was like waiting for the live edit. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I need to get that. my turntables like, in here and just like... <laughs> It's Mary Clay. <laughs> Literally, what? like I live, like waited. I was like, <laughs> uh, super funny show. Mary Clay is hilarious. And if you know a Tolkien lover and want them to guest on her show, you should. I don't know. Work to make the universe make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, no matter uh, where I put the slap mask thing, it's in view. I'm just trying to stick it somewhere. Chuck it somewhere. Our music for this show is by Andrew Scott Bell. Our graphics for every show or by Vaishan Brandon. Uh, if you like bacon and eggs, we're still doing our Falcon and Winter Soldier series. That, that'll be coming out on Monday, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Mondays. Uh, thanks for watching us. Marvel Mondays. Marvel Mondays. We're doing that as long as they're putting out Marvel shows and then maybe Mando Mondays and then maybe Stranger No, it's still things. the Monday Lorian. <laughs> we had a name for it where it started. <laughs> and then Stranger Things Mondays. Finn Wolfhard Fridays. <laughs> I don't know. We like Stranger Things, too. We're just going to keep doing TV shows for the time being. Uh, it gives us more content, which makes us look better. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us here at Bacon and Eggs. I've been Tyler Carlin. He's been Ethan Edgehill. And he's been Vagar. And until next time, Arriba Derchi. A night to remember.